Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real. I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Karen McCarran, and this is episode 128. So today's episode is titled Addicted to the Business. And so there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, really, this is like a call to action. This is a call to action for any of the women that are listening or watching on uh, YouTube. When we get addicted to a job or a business that no longer fulfills us, that's a super dangerous place to be. And I would say that was me for a couple of years before um, really taking a step out of the content company and moving full-time into the coaching practice um, into She's the Owner. And here's, and maybe you can relate. What I was doing, what I was finding was that I knew that I was called to do something different. I knew I was called to really have a bigger impact on this world outside of um, the content writing part of things. But I was in my ego, I'm just going to have a sip here for a second. I had a live this morning and I went off. So my throat's a little scratchy now and it's only 11, 15 in the morning. What the heck? Okay. So it was, you know, like I was, I would get into these zones of my business where you know, we're doing six figures and I know I can get it to seven because I know, you know, what we have is good and it's scalable for sure. It's, you know, there's good profit margins, all the things. And I got addicted to like telling myself that I could stay in it for a really long time and do what I said I was going to do with it. And what was that? That was my ego. Like, and it was maybe not knowing, but even me justifying it again is kind of my ego right now, even in real time, I'm doing it. So my ego was telling me um, that I could build this company to a seven figure company. And it wasn't, I would go at it for like three months. I would start doing the things that I needed to. Ken and I would have all these strategy calls together or, or meetings together. We'd have a plan. I'd send him off to do his thing. I'd go off to do my thing. It was like, oh, we're going to do it. And there was even a part when I was, um, when he and I had separated where I was, owning the company on my own, where I, I still was like gung ho, I'm going to do this. I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. I was addicted to the business because it gave me some type of, um, I don't know if it was certainty or what it was, but it was like mostly just ego driven. I know I can do this. I puff my feathers up. I'm, you know, so smart. I can, but then why didn't I do it? Cause it wasn't fulfilling me. And that's like, seriously, the bottom line of it all. It was not fulfilling me in any way, shape or form anymore. I love our clients. I love the quality of what we do. I love talking about it. And I even love selling, but I didn't want to be in it full time anymore because it wasn't fulfilling me. And so who I'm speaking to right now are like the 38 year olds and, and over, because by the time you get to the age that I'm at, which is I'm in my mid forties and 45. You start to look around you and it's true, right? Midlife, you're starting to look around and going like, why am I doing the thing I hate just for a paycheck? Like, that's insane to me right now. Like, I know if I, you know, the last job I ever had 
I was making like, I don't know, 60,000 a year, nothing. Like actually the last, last job I had, it was way less than that, which is part of why I quit. But some of you are making 80, some of you are making a hundred, some of you are making 120, like, okay, cool, great. You're, you're building somebody else's dream, right? You're building somebody else's mission in some cases. So my call out to you is like, if you're addicted to the job, being at the job or the security of the job, but you're called to do more, what are you waiting for? Like, what are you actually waiting for? The time is now. And the, the reality of the situation is that no one's coming to save you. No one's going to come to your door. Nobody's going to come by and be like, hey, I want you to go start this business and I want you to put all your blood, sweat and tears in it and go for it. It's just, it doesn't happen that way. So here's, here's a couple of, of maybe sort of tips, or I always like to try to give homework when I remember, sometimes I just go off on a rant. I went off on a rant this morning. If you haven't checked out um, or, or come onto Facebook with me, um, it's there and it's actually on Instagram as well. Um, it's called seriously stop wasting time. But here's a couple of things I want you to think about. I want you to think about what all of the things, let's just start writing and it's a brainstorming session. Just do a brain dump. Like what are all of the things that you want to see in the world? What are the things you want to see happen? Maybe you're really passionate about ending hunger. Maybe you're really passionate about teaching women how not to hate their bodies. Maybe you're really passionate about photography or building a brand for other small businesses. Like whatever the thing is. If you start writing out all of the things that you, you really get excited about that are mission driven. And the reason I always harp on this mission stuff is because that's the thing that's going to get you out of bed in the morning. It's not going to be, um, you know, money, money will never get you out of bed in the morning. It just will not. It might for a man because men are hunters. Women are not, we are capable of hunting. Okay. I'm very well versed in this area. We are capable of hunting and we can turn on the hunter in us, but we are not, uh, gene not genetic, sorry. We're not predisposed or we're not, um, predominantly, sorry, I'm losing my words this morning. We're not predominantly set up to be hunters. We are gatherers. So when you ask a woman to do something for the money, we're like, cool. And maybe in your twenties, you're like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of young women who are like killing it, making so much money, but then they're getting fucking cancer at 27. Cause they're like, there's no way around it anymore. There's no way around it anymore. If you're unhappy, your body feels it and your body responds, find something that you're happy doing something that lights you up and it's not going to be money. Right. So when you're thinking about what are the things that light me up, just start writing a list. Doesn't it doesn't have to be perfect. Just, you know, uh, <clears throat> Joseph McClendon, the third, who is one of Tony's trainers, he's just outstanding, outstanding human. He says it when you I'm sure other people have said it. I'm not attributing this to him only, but this is where I heard it. What you write, you invite. Start writing right? Start writing. If I leave this business, these are the things I'm passionate about. If I leave this business, this is some of the things, these are some of the ways that I'm passionate. These are some of the ways that I could want to have a deep impact on the world. Just start writing. 
And then write a list. So let, let's say you have five or six or 10 or 20 different things on there. Pick a couple and start writing out what you know about the thing you're passionate about. Like I'm passionate about teaching women how to build mission-driven companies, even if they've had businesses in the past, even if they've had high corporate jobs. Like I get really excited when somebody comes to me and they are jumping out of their fucking skin trying to tell me what they want to do for the world. That gets me in the, gets me out of bed in the morning. Teaching that woman to go from doing the thing, because oftentimes what, what we learned to start that the business that we maybe don't love, it could be different. It's a different game when you're in your heart, like, like that. It's a totally different game when you're in your heart, running a company from that angle is completely different. You listen to your, your team differently. You listen to your clients differently, like old me more masculine energy me would have listened, would have treated my clients completely differently than I do. Like now when I see them struggling, I close my eyes, I ask intuition to help me. And then I go from there. That's a wildly different way to lead. You know, coaches, typically many of them in business for sure, they go through their list of like, what's this, what's that? And that's necessary. Don't get me wrong. But that's only after you've created the thing that really lights you up. Like you can't get to the funnels and you can't get to the Facebook ads and you can't get to Instagram and all that shit until you do the first part. And the first part is learning how to get out of your head and into your heart. And then when you're solid and then when you know who you're serving and then and only then are the funnels going to work. Is your content going to work? Is your messaging going to work? All of those things are secondary. The first thing is mission. Who do I serve? So when you're in this flux of like trying to figure out how do I go from here to here, start writing. And then, so when you have your list of things that you're really passionate about, I want you to look at that again, pick out two or three things and write down all of the things that you know about it. So when I did this, I wrote down a list of all the things I know about creating a six figure business. It was a lot. But before that, I may have played, you know, the mind game with myself because it's easy to trip yourself up. Like if you've had success in one business, those skills are transferable. Like they are, but there's some nuances to doing it in this way that I'm saying the heart, the head to heart method. But like when I wrote that list down, I was like, oh shit. And anytime I have any of my clients and all of them basically have done this exercise, they look at their list. And so what that does is it starts to show you, you can make money at it. How? Because when you start to see all of the things, you know, and the next step to that list is right at how much money it costs you to learn all of those things and how much time it took for you to learn all those things. So when you get to the point of thinking about your business and actually monetizing it, you start to look at that and go, wait a second. I've spent a hundred grand on, on my development in this area. I've spent a thousand. Okay. So asking for five grand to teach somebody what I know is not such a big deal. But before you do the exercise, you're like, well, I don't know how I'm going to make money. I don't know how to make money at this thing. So there's, there's steps, but I want you to really like, you have to break the addiction to the thing you're doing now, if it's making you unhappy. Okay. That's step one. So um, that's it for today. And again, like I say it every, you know, all the time I want, I, if you want to work with me, it's easy. Let's just get on a call. No pressure. We'll just have a chat. I want to hear what your vision is and maybe I can help you. And maybe I can't, but like at the end of the day, until you speak it out, no one's going to know what's happening and you're going to be 80, 90, 110. And you'll be like, fuck, why didn't I do it? 
So this is my call to you, my invitation to you to get it done. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. (laughs) 